It's a little after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro uh, with myself, Ayabong Akawe. And uh, we, uh, many of you would be familiar, of course, over the last few weeks or so, we've had a series of conversations uh, with our friends at the Small Enterprise Finance Agency. And we're back at that tonight. And uh, this evening, I guess we talk about the implications of COVID-19 uh, for the small enterprise financing environment and uh, the small enterprise uh, development environment. And uh, the CEO of the CIFA, uh, Mr. Mkholi Simachamba, joins me now on the line. Mshagaz, good evening to you. Sir Mkwela, once again here on Metro FM. Good evening, um, Ayabonga. Good evening to your listeners. And thanks once again for having us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, you know, last year we, we had a very interesting opportunity on this platform to speak to all of the sectors uh, that were hard hit, especially in the small business space, uh, by COVID-19. So we spoke to restaurants, we spoke to Abanda Benzinwele, we spoke to, uh, you know, any type of business, formal, small and micro business you can think about. Um, mm. And there was a resounding, you know, I guess, message from them, which was that, you know, this has had a devastating impact on the viability, sustainability of our businesses, um, you know, let alone the cash flow position of many of these businesses. What did CIFA do during that moment uh, to, uh, I guess, provide non-financial support and even catalytic support alongside some of the other DFIs as well uh, to assist some of these entities? Uh, during the hard lockdown, what we did, because we realized that our businesses were struggling mm. to, to service their loans, the first thing we did, we said, for those who are in our books, we gave them six months, a payment break, that is for interest and capital repayments. Mm. And then coupled with that, secondly, we did what we called a debt relief program, where we set aside around about 316 million rents, where we're providing loans to businesses that were struggling to pay their rent, pay their staff, mm. and to carry actually other operational activities that they needed to do. And then subsequent to that, now, like for example, this year, what we're doing now, we are doing what is called restructuring. The businesses that have not yet fully recovered, we say, come back to us. We restructure loan by extending the payment period so that you reduce the installments. And then those who are really hard hit, like in your, your hotel industry, your restaurants and the likes, we say, okay, let's look if it's possible to give you another payment break of six months or so. Mm. So this one is not a blanket one, Ayabonga. We look at the, the financial cash flows of each business and say, if you're still in a tight corner, mm. then we will restructure the debt. Yeah. Thirdly, going forward, Ayabonga, we're coming out with what is called the Business Viability Relief Program. Okay. Whereby we're going to set aside around $300 million to assist those businesses first who are in our books financially mm. to get back on their feet. And then we'll be engaging the department and the treasury now to say, we may need further funding to assist those businesses that are not in our books. Mm. In parallel to that, we do have funding of up to 15 million rents, the transaction the entity, where we actually assist businesses, the new startups, and those ones that we want to expand uh, uh, through our normal direct lending uh, program is CIFA. Mm. So we were looking beyond now what we call the, the COVID-19 to assist sure, businesses sure. to recover. 
I mean, surely in that process, I mean, you would have learned a lot about um, your captive audience of small and micro uh, enterprises, uh, both those who historically have been uh, with you and are on your books and some of the new ones that you've had to onboard onto uh, your loan book as well. Uh, if you could pick out maybe one or two things that you've learned that really are overriding messages that might help us uh, if maybe another pandemic or, or anything else that might have a similar impact on small business. What, what would some of those lessons be? You know, one of the major take-homes for me here uh, during this COVID-19 uh, period was that technology is key. Mm. Some of the things that we thought we have to see each other face-to-face before we could execute we've learned that you can use technology to drive your business. You know, some of our guys who are doing restaurant businesses, they had to now uh, contract with the owners of the motorbikes mm. because now food is being delivered. And you can see the number of motorbikes on the streets now, they've increased. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because people could not go to restaurants. From our side, also, we learned that because we didn't allow clients to come face-to-face to, to our offices because mm. we had about 27 cases of covid from our side. And then we said, let's interact virtually with our clients. Sure, and sure. realize how efficient technology is to actually do and conduct business such that we've launched a, an automation a process now for CIFA to in looking at even launching an app so that our clients can use that app mm. to start the initiation process of applying for funding and non-financial support from our side. Yeah. So we've learned that technology, even for businesses, technology is the key. You know, and that was that's one of the good learnings that we mm. took away from from this uh, hardcore lockdown. Yeah. And also, look, there are some businesses certainly that may struggle to come back, and uh, and uh, but the lesson is that you need to have your reserves because you don't know what the future brings. Mm. And and we tell our businesses that there's still the threat of the third wave, and we don't know impact. But we've learned that from the first wave and the second wave, that you need to be very, very agile in your business to change with the times and also be able to use technology where necessary. That capital buffer you're talking about there, I mean, I think it's critical because I guess many businesses collapse because of cash flow. If, if you had to give us a rule of thumb, I mean, how many months of runway is good enough uh, or is something that at least should put many a business owner at ease? That's a very difficult one, because I can say three months and then your lockdown is six months. Yeah, what do you man. do as a business? Because ideally, ideally, you should have at least three to six months of that buffer cash to, to, to keep your business going. And also, obviously, working with your banks so that they give you that facility like we're doing at CIFA. Mm. You know, the, those payment breaks, not only just for interest, but also for capital, you know, and also provide, because there are, there are businesses that we know, Ayabonga, that will come back and sure, they will survive sure. after this lockdown. But they need that cash flow just to pay the salaries of employees, the rental to the landlord, mm. your basic rates and taxes from the municipalities, and just to keep the business going. And most of those were able to tighten the belt. They used our facilities. They were able to keep going. Mm. You know, there's one restaurant, I won't name the name, to, to, to avoid giving them free advertising, you know. They were struggling, but the moment we went to level two, mm. they started picking up. Sure, and sure. They, as we speak, they are servicing their debt now. And we said, don't put yourself under pressure. 
just pay as, as, as much as you can afford so that mm. you don't squeeze your cash flows mm. until mm. The, 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 the swing of the market actually is safer sure, for the business. Sure. But to me, if you ask me, three to six months is safer um, under normal circumstances. But with this COVID, uh, I've learned that even when we gave these businesses, Ayabonga, this six months, what we call a uh, break, mm. I felt the peace because I had to forego close to 150 million rents. Yeah, in of, interest of, due of to you. Mm. You know, the trends at this side is saying be safe, sustainable, but be developmental. Aye. And uh, and uh, and uh, the clients just said, give me a break. You know the situation. Yes. So we were navigating that same problem that our clients were facing. We are facing mm. it ourselves. Mm. I was looking at our performance around the interest revenue. It has gone down Aye. because we are not collecting. Tough you times, know. tough times. Us figure, us figure, and now all of us, but there's nothing yeah, we can do. You figure, you figure, yeah, 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 but yeah, good as a job, somebody's got to do it. Injal, injal. If it has to be me, then so be it. Definitely, definitely. And maybe, you know, as uh, we wrap things up here, unfortunately, we have run out of time. Might be yeah. a lesson there for some of your other colleagues in government around digitization, because, hey, Abanba Akhalanga ZDT reforms. Yes, but we're moving towards that one, and we want to attract skilled youth into the organization mm. you know, and to make sure that those who are my age who feel they've really done it, we can give them early retirement and bring in. Because we're driving a knowledge economy sure, now. Sure. Mm. I mean, I struggle to get these actual scientists for these boys to do our financial models. And, you know, so we need people now with a new set of skills to yeah, be able to yeah. respond. Well, you got to plant your own timber, Mr. Machamba. So, can uh, so that they can come back as actuaries? But we'll have to leave it there. There's a discussion for another day. Sure, and sure. We need a skill. We need a youth. And we've got to make sure that we attract those ones. Thank, Thank you very you. much, uh, CEO then. Kulisa Machamba, CEO with the Small Enterprise Finance Agency. And, uh, yeah, letting us in there. I mean, uh, to work as a TFI. Nkongkosi Treasure, Ngapi City, hey, forgabao. Uh, where are these interest payments? And then on the other, uh, many of your clients saying, hey, we've got a, a very vulnerable cash flow position. So uh, we need some of your assistance and help there. And uh, the CIFA having to strike that tough balancing act.